Hey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We have about 10 countries listening right now. Thank you guys so much for jumping on here every day and um, giving us feedback. And we love you guys so much. And we are very, very excited to be rolling these daily podcasts out. We're on, I believe, nine different platforms. So anywhere that you can get your podcast, you can get it on an iPhone, on an Android. You can get it pretty much anywhere. So we're excited to be doing this with you guys and um, go ahead and just share it on your story if you've, if you've been loving these. So today I want to talk about something that um, many, many people have either struggled with in the past or it's just one of those things that, you know, one day or another, it's going to be something that you deal with. So I want to go ahead and confront it head on. Um, inevitably, this will happen to you and it's just how you decide that you're going to handle it. And I'm talking about offenses Um, You know, one of the many great benefits of being a believer, of being a child of God, is that when things happen to us, when storms come into our life, when bad things happen, we have the awesome ability to cast our cares upon the Lord. We don't have to carry these things. We don't have to, um, we don't have to keep these burdens. We don't have to carry, you know, um, offenses and hurts through our life because that's actually one of the ways if you hold on to those things, um, that's one of the ways the devil will take you out of what he's called you to do. A couple of weeks ago, we, we were sitting down with, with a man of God and we asked him, what is, what would you tell yourself if you were, you know, 30 something, 20 something again, what would you tell yourself? What would be your, your greatest piece of advice? And he said, you know, I would tell myself, don't worry about what people say about you and what people do to you. And don't even don't even get caught up in it for one second. Just keep focused on what God has set in front of you. Don't get distracted by things that happen, by things that people say. And coming from this man of God, it's uh it's definitely been tried and proven. You know, when people have have gone out of their way to write books about you that um, are completely false, and um, you know that'd be something you could maybe get offended over. But if you can not get offended and you can keep your eyes on Jesus and stay focused on the task that's at hand, um, you'll, you'll accomplish so much. But, you know, we don't have to live hurt. We don't have to live offended. You know, uh, offenses kind of sneak up on people. You know, we, we, we're rolling through life and everything's going good. And then something happens. And you're, you, sometimes, you know, these things happen and they blow you away. And, you, and you're just shocked. You can't believe that this, you know, person, you know, they're in the church or, you know, they're a pastor or they're a leader. And I can't believe they would say something to me like that. They would, I would never do something like that to anybody. Well, those are, those are the beginnings of an offense because what happens is something will happen and it could be a a real thing that someone shouldn't have done to you, but something will happen and you'll feel hurt by it. But the problem is, is that a lot of times when we feel hurt, we'll go and we want to tell somebody else about it because we need to get somebody on our side. And then that offense keeps growing and that offense keeps growing. And then we feel like we have to walk on eggshells around the person that we're offended about. Meanwhile, they're not even thinking about it. In a lot of cases, you know, it's it's it wasn't even something that they meant to do or say or whatever the case may be. And now we're living in this offended um, state of being, and it's and it's awful. It's horrible. You know, there's there's actually there's two instructions. There's two things that we're supposed to do um, that the Bible tells us when we're offended and we're hurt. Um, but you know, there's before I get into that, you know, the immediate 
a reaction that we have to being hurt is our defense mode. You know, as human beings, we're designed to keep ourselves alive and keep ourselves out of harm and keep ourselves from being hurt. So when something comes up that's a hurt, we go straight to our defense mechanism, you know, which, you know, in, in a lot of cases is, is to defend ourselves, is to go to somebody and say, hey, I mean, can you believe this happened to me? You know, we go and we start stirring this up and all of a sudden the thing that was once just our offense is now offending five or 10 other people. And, um, and it doesn't need to be. Um, but, you know, when something, when something comes up that's a hurt, we go straight to defense mechanism. And, um, you know, a couple months ago we were in Australia and we were, we were snorkeling in the Great Barrier Reef, and, which was a really crazy experience for me because I've never swam in the middle of the ocean, open ocean, um, basically as far as you can see. And um, you don't really see any uh, dangerous animals or anything like that. You do see sharks, but they're little ones. But um, something that I thought was really interesting is they have this part of the reef, it looks, it looks like a clam, and I think it is a giant clam. And um, they're really, really pretty. They're really um, like iridescent in color. And, um, but basically when you're snorkeling, you know, you're at the top of the water. And, um, but when you swim over these things, and they're huge, I mean, they're like half the size of your body, like you don't want to get close to them. <laughs> but as you swim over them, um, just your shadow, actually, um, I think they think that you're some kind of predator coming to, you know, get them, they close up really quick. And I feel like that's so many people when it comes to being offended, you know, it's like nothing even happened, but you've been hurt before in your life. And so somebody just, somebody came up to you and they were literally just going to say hi, or they were going to actually, you know, do something nice for you. And because you've lived in this, um, you know, hurt lifestyle, like things have happened to you in your life, you know, maybe there's, there's been un, unforgiveness in your family. Maybe there's been loved ones that did you wrong, but you know, you live in this state of, of basically just feeling like everybody's after you, everybody's out to get you. And it's not your fault. You know, things probably happened to you that were not right. But, um, you know, it reminded me of this clan because, you know, it's like, if we, if we continuously let ourselves over and over and over again, get hurt and we start to shape our world around what we think, you know, is reality, which is that we think every single person we meet has a wrong motive because of, you know, because of somebody that had a wrong motive in our life. Um, early on, we are going to become like this clam where like, it doesn't matter what comes our way. We're totally in defense mode. We're totally in, uh, you know, in, in offended clam mode. You know, we close up before anybody can even get to us. And when you, um, you know, are, are like that, you are ineffective in so many ways. You're ineffective for the things of God. You're ineffective to be able to love people because you're always thinking about, well, then, you know, this happened to me, so you know, one time, and so I can't trust people. You know, people just, they just haven't been right to me. You know, this this person did this to me, and that person did that to me, and I totally agree. You probably have had some people do some things to you that were not right, but God has called us to live in a totally different way. And, um, and like I said, God, he, Jesus gave us two instructions of what we are supposed to do when somebody comes to offend us, to hurt us, and... Um, Basically, you know, it's the opposite of what you're going to want to do, and that's why you should do it, <laughs> and it will totally, totally set you free. But I want you to turn to Matthew 5. If you can't turn there, I'll read it for you. But in Matthew 5, 
in verse 43, and this is the first instruction he gives us. It says, you've heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your father in heaven. For he gives sunlight to both evil and good, and he sends rain on the just and unjust. So God wants you to pray for that person that's offended you. You know what's so great about when you pray for somebody that's offended you is it actually gets you on their side. No matter what they've done, if you start praying for them, and I mean, you know, sometimes we don't know what to pray. Usually if it's happened to me, I just pray, God bless them. Just bless them. Like give them a surprise this week. Give them the best week of their life. Because I know, I know that in order for God to bless them, you know, if they're in the if they're in the wrong, um, they, they're gonna have to get on their knees before God and ask for forgiveness. So I know that if I keep praying, God bless them, bless them, bless them. It's going to bring them to their knees, you know, and, and have to get things right. If they've had, if they've been operating in a wrong, you know, spirit or in a wrong motive. But, um, you know, I believe that when you start praying for somebody, you know, especially someone that's done you wrong, it puts your heart in the right place because that's what's important. You can't go go along living your life with your heart in the wrong place, in a place of unforgiveness. It cannot happen. It, it can't happen. It says even in the Bible, if we don't forgive, God can't forgive us. So we have to have our heart clear. That is number one important. So the number one instruction is pray for them. And number two, it's in the same chapter, Matthew 5, and it starts in verse 38. It says, you've heard the law that says the punishment must match the injury, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And verse 39 says, but I say, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on your right cheek, offer the other cheek also. Wow. Well, <laughs> it says in the Bible that if somebody basically whacks you in the face, you're supposed to turn and say, okay, you know, here's the other side. I mean, that sounds insane. I remember the first time I heard, I heard my mom actually told me, um, I remember being probably five or six years old and I was on the playground and I told her, um, when I got home, I said, ah, this was so weird today. This, this girl, she pushed me off the swing and she wouldn't let me get back onto the swing. You know, there was only like two swings. And so I was on it and then she came, pushed me off. And, and, um, and that's what my mom first told me about that scripture. She says, you know, the Bible says you're supposed to turn the other cheek. And I was thinking, what, <laughs> like, what do you mean? You know, how do you, what do you, like, that's not what you're supposed to do, you know, because our, our obvious, like our human reaction is like defense mechanism. Like you do something to me, I'm doing something back to you. I am going to retaliate. But, you know, God is our vindicator. You know, when things go wrong in our life, we don't have to go after this person. We don't have to figure it out and we don't have to serve them justice. God is our vindicator. God is a just God. He will bring justice to the situation. You know, you don't have to worry, you know, maybe you're in a situation where, you know, it's even, it's even gone to a, a court battle and, you know, it's, it's beyond just a, just a plain offense. You know, it's actually, you know, something where you have to go to court and, and, and battle with, you know, people, maybe even family members over something. God will vindicate. God will bring justice to the situation. But if you're not praying for that person, if you're wallowing and you're mad and you live in 
in this place of complete offense, God cannot do anything for you. You have to get your heart clear. You have to get your heart right towards them. It's, it's for your salvation and it's for you to be able to live free of that offense because the devil would love to keep you bound. You know, a lot of people, they came out of sin, you know, they came out of addictions, they came out of all that. And you can't even imagine, um, you know, how something could be, could actually take you out when you've come out of something like that. But you can't even imagine how an offense could actually take you out of the plan of God for your life, could take you out of your salvation, you know, could put you in such a bitter um, place. You know, there's people that, you know, we've met throughout the years that, you know, they say, oh, you know, I've forgiven, I'm I'm free. But, you know, they'll, they'll say that to preface it because they're Christians and they speak Christianese. And so they'll tell you how, oh, well, I've forgiven this person, but let me tell you what they did to me, you know, and blah, 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 blah. And 20 years ago, this happened. And then, you know, and I can't believe, la, da, 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 da. And, I, you know, it's, it's, you're still offended. You're still hurt until you can look back at the situation and you can say, I love them. You know, they, they did some things that weren't right, but I don't live in a place of hurt. You know, even if that person never tells you that they're sorry, you have to forgive them. You have to love them. You have to. I mean, think of all the things that, you know, that you did, you know, that God could have gotten offended at you and been like, oh, really? You want to play it like that? You know, God could have gotten offended at us and, and not sent his son to die for us. He could have known that humanity was going to make all these mistakes, that we were going to live these crazy lives and be totally just wishy-washy with the things of God and, and serve him one day and then be in the world the next day or whatever the case may be. And God could have said, you know what? I'm not sending my son to die for them because they're just useless. You know, he sent his son to die for us. He forgave us. And so we have to come from that perspective. You know, God has called us to be Christ-like. Being a Christian means little Christ. If we're supposed to be like Jesus, we have to look at people with love, with so much love. You know, we have to go out of our way. You know, sometimes you just need a bless somebody. Sometimes that's going to get your heart right is if you know what, you go out of your way and you get somebody some flowers or you go out of your way and you buy somebody a purse or you go out of your way and you, you do what you need to do, but get your heart right. Do whatever you have to do today. Do, do not go into tomorrow with that offense from yesterday, with that offense from today still on your back. Do not let the devil take you out with offenses. Thank you so much for listening. Share the podcast with your friends. Um, You guys are helping us so much with posting it on your Instagram story. We love you so much. Have a great day.